Who never do for do? Yeah, wings with friends. Ah, wings with friends. You got to get the wings to be with the friends. Hey everybody, welcome back to Wings with Friends at Big Pine Comedy Festival at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy here in Phoenix. How are you guys doing? I hope it's good. I hope you're having a good time. Hope you're enjoying all of these wonderful episodes from Big Pine. I'm having a blast meeting the best people, not even just the best comedians, like the best people. There's something about this fest that attracts like the best people. And I'm here with one of those best people. Please welcome Holly Lene. Hey. How are you? I'm well, ma'am. How are you? I'm really good. good. I, I got to tell you, I've seen your name for a while. Oh, no. You know, just online, on oh, posters. Okay. So I'm really happy to be sitting in front of you talking to you. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. You look great. You look cute. Oh, my cute. gosh. Thanks. Yeah. I just threw this on. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you woke up like this. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. You look really great, and I'm loving your t-shirt. Tell Thank me about you. it. Thank you. Oh, so this is uh, my merch. Uh, it's Unbothered Babe. Those are for the girls that are just truly unbothered by the patriarchy, uh, anything in general that just tries to destroy your joy or your peace or your happiness. Um, you just, you're just unbothered by everything. So I just I came up with this sh shirt. It's Unbothered Babe, and you can find it at unbotheredbabe.com. I need more of this one. in my life, Holly, because yeah. I am bothered by everything you should be unbothered Ugh, i'm so stressed the patriarchy especially it is but you know what happens when you worry about stuff you get wrinkles yes and so do not be bothered you you make a really good point. yes but you know what you also get wrinkles from smiling you do <laughs> you do you really do you do um and 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 and, and unfortunately as a comic I don't smile that much. Why? Yeah, because I see so much in the world. You know, you have to witness everything, observe, or at least for me, I'm an observational type comic. So I sit back. I'm usually the one at the party that's in the cut, like in the corner, just like watching everybody talk and interact. And I might talk and interact, but I'm just the quiet church mouse and I generally don't try to pipe up and be loud or noticed or I don't even want attention on me and that's a weird thing to say as a comedian right like how could you be a comedian but not want attention I really don't want attention but I do have something to say but at the same time at a party don't stare at me don't talk to me don't look at me and <laughs> unless you're cute unless you're cute unless you're cute so okay so I like this I'm there's a lot I can identify with personally, but there's a lot I'm like opposite. I feel like you would be like you you feel dangerous to me because you could see right through. I me. do. I often do see right through people. And when I'm in a party or even like a situation like this, I'm right now. I'm very like stimulated. I'm so like I'm seeing a lot of people I know, people I've only known on virtual, right? People I haven't seen in a couple of years, and I'm just like, hey, and I'm loving the attention. Right. I do love attention, but. I also don't feel like I deserve it. I feel like I don't deserve all this. And then it's like, wait, take it. Just take it. Yeah, you deserve whatever you feel like you deserve. You know That's what I mean? Like, you you, you know, you manifest those things and you get them. For me personally, right now, if this was the party, I'd be trying to, like, bail. Oh, my. 
not not not, not yeah, this is not I, a knock on you it's yeah. just like oh my gosh there's so many forces of energy wow. here that are just too chaotic for me so i'm definitely um now i have my times when i can ham it up and i try not to be because i don't want to be fake and i'm not saying that anybody is fake yeah. it's just for me uh that the exerting that much energy to something that's not serving my purpose is not anything that I'm interested in. And I just shut down immediately. I see right through that. I'm like, what is this? Why, why am I doing this? I don't need to be doing this. I could just be at home. I could be at home. I could be reading. I could be elevating my mind. I could be doing introspection. That's what introverts do. Like I was going to say, would you call yourself an introvert? Yeah, I'm an extroverted introvert um, because I do like people at times. At times, I have to have, I'm the type of person that when a new person comes to the group, if the energy is bad, I'd be like, all right then, well, Mary, it was great talking to you. I got to go. I'm going to go ahead and go home. you be like, what, you just got here? Mm, nah, I'm just, I'm good. I'm just really tired or I'll come up with some reason to bail because it's the, the energy. Are you like an empath? I mean, can you feel and read I people's energy? Feel, I, I, I can't feel energy in terms of like, if you're sad, I can pick up on you're sad. I mean, I can, I can pick up. Bad what I can pick up on is like, if like me and you were having like this just kiki girl conversation, it's like really just me and you. I'm better one-on-one. Yeah. But if another person comes in, they're like, hey, Mary, and it's like, whoa. That disruption in the force, I'm yeah. like, oh, no, no, no. I've got to go. This person is disrupt. It's like somebody throwing a rock in a lake and it makes the ripples. I don't like the ripples. Interesting. I feel like I can feel each of these situations. Because if somebody walked up right now and did that, which it could very well happen, then I'm torn with how do I still respect this person but also respect the person I'm talking to? And that's my pet peeve if I'm talking to you and somebody right. does that. And I'm right. like, hello. Right. What about our... Then was none of it real? Well, I mean, it was real. It was real. It was just, um, it was, well, you, it was, it was a, it was a, it was a coup. It was an energy coup. Oh my Someone's gosh. energy came in to take over. Someone came in and disrupted the peace. Dang. I like and that. And that I don't That's like. I don't like when people merch. come in and disrupt the peace. Energy coup. Yeah, it's just an energy coup. It is. It's an energy coup. You know it. You know when you're around. You and your friends, you're around. Everything's good. And then another friend walks in and every the whole conversation is like, oh, it's like if I invite one of my friends out, which I haven't done in a long time, but and they bring their husband, and I'm like, it's like uh, it was supposed to be just, just girls' us. night, but I mean, yeah. I mean, he's cool and everything, but it's, not it's just same. not the same, exactly. So you get it. So that's how that's how introverted people are for the most part. We we energize off of the silence. We like to be by ourselves. We like to be in our head a lot, and not we don't necessarily need the external energy like the external energy for me is like a hey 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 ladies hey ladies bye ladies y'all leaving <laughs> oh okay all right <laughs> so see you see what i mean like i can i can give enough to be cordial and but it's nice it, when other people have the same respect to be like Hi and bye. Or, Hi, you know hi. What I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, you're in the middle of something. I'm sorry. Yeah. Great. But then there's people like, hey, guys, what you know? What you doing? What's what's going on? I f- see. I feel like okay, it didn't happen, but I thought it was gonna happen when guys walk by. Like uh-huh. I'm sitting here going, 
I'm not gonna, I'm not acknowledging because I'm talking to you. So I'll say hi, and then, but I was there's some guys I was expecting to be like, hey, and it's like, get the fuck out of here. Exactly. You know? And I think exactly. boys do that. Cause exactly. Because they so they're just because they because they're boys. I'm sorry, men, boys. Uh, mm. Their their energies are like bull in a china shop. They just come in and just. Psh, psh, well, that's just the entitlement. Everything. Like everybody wants to hear me. Everyone wants to see me. Everything I have is valid. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, that is the. Um, you know, see, people are, but but people are being respectful, so that's a great thing. Um, yeah, they ju- they just. It's like, look at me, look at me. Um, this is what my this is what my mommy gave me attention. <laughs> so I love this. <laughs> I I feel like. Um, I don't know about your family, but is this something that goes through like the other women in your family, or was it is it something very unique to you? I think it's very unique to me because I'm an only child. Oh, okay. See, so I had a lot of experience uh, regressing um, alone by myself. Like my mom worked, so and my dad, my dad wasn't in the home. He was outside of the home, but he was also working as well. But my mom worked, so she was occupied, preoccupied, right? So I learned a lot on my own. Just like, oh, well, you know, the stove gets hot. I guess I'll learn by touching the stove, right? Yeah. Like she told me not to touch the stove, but I had to touch the stove anyway. So I was left to my own devices a lot of times, and I learned myself. So a punishment of sending me to my room to be by myself is not a punishment. It is actually a reward. I feel like, um, and I'm not sure your generation or whatever, you know, whatever. But I, I oh feel my like gosh, you you giving me my own generation? No, I don't. I don't know how old you are. Like, if I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking if it's the same, but I don't know if it's the same. But I know growing up, like nobody entertained me. Like I kind of nobody was res- else was responsible for my entertainment. Exactly. And I think that's a huge difference between the later on where yes. my friends are like, well, this weekend we're gonna go here, we're gonna do this, we've got this going on, and so and so's got this, and I'm like. My dad was at work, and my mom was taking care of the house, and she didn't speak English, and, you know, I had to entertain myself. Entertain yourself. You had to make your own food. And don't even dare say you're bored. <laughs> they would get you. Make your own food, entertain yourself, put yourself to bed, take your own bed. You had to get, you basically raised yourself, <laughs> so to speak, Like I, that, and that's what I did. So, I, as an adult, I'm just like, I don't need people to entertain me. I just, you know, I'll come out. I'm like a cat, and that, and I don't like you cats. You are a cat, and, and it's funny because I hate cats, but I'm very much have a cat demeanor. Like I'll come out and play when I want to come out and play, but other times, don't touch me. I can see this. Yeah, that's me. That's me. I I kind of like cats now, probably because of the internet more. You know, that's really oh, hyped them up. Of, yeah. But I'm definitely like a dog energy. I am a dog energy too. But I couldn't get a cat because I know that cat would dominate me. It would like. Psychologically, psychologically, yeah, Psycholo- yeah. Yes, it would get me. Talk about somebody reading you, seeing <laughs> yes. through you. Me. It'd be like yeah. you're a dumb bitch. Yeah, exactly. Where's um, my food, bitch? <laughs> yeah, you work for me now. Exactly, exactly. Um, oh, this is so insightful. And I, you know, I said that thing about you know, do you get it from your family? Because because I feel like some of that intuition I've gotten from my mom. Okay. And my mom used to say the weirdest things when I was younger, and I thought she was crazy. But as I got older, I'm like, oh, shit, she's right. Yeah. Because she's been through stuff. She's been it. She's seen it. She's seen things. Yeah, you forget that your mom, like, my mom, she's from Mexico. I think she hustled a lot of her young life. Yeah. Coming across the border, working, Mm -hmm. getting sent back, and then coming back. You know, just, like, working for people and, like, 
that shapes who you are. You see the ugly, like ugly yeah. side of people, or when yeah. people are fake. Yeah. And I used to always be like, "You're crazy, mom." And then I saw these things unravel, like people stealing their friends' boyfriends, yep. or their friends' husbands, or yep. you know, she was a maid for a long time, and it was always like I realized, like when you work for like rich white people in La Jolla, you're always afraid they think you. You're always gonna be the the person that. If yeah, they're going to think of first. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's why she's so like, oh, she comes to my house and she's like, Mary, I, I find some quarters on the on the counter and I have, is it okay if I keep these? And I was like, mom, Aww. you can have whatever you Every find. Whatever you want. Now, like, was she a young mom? Um, Not when she had me, but when she had other kids. The yes. other kids? Okay. Um, I yeah. think, so. I mean, they had me when they were like 30. And that hustle is so real as a young mom. And then not only that, being a woman of color, you know, um, in this country specifically, you have to do a lot of assimilation. Like, my mom did that, too. Like, she would listen to fucking Yacht Rock <laughs> getting ready for work. Like, no black kid should know Christopher Cross songs. Like, sailing. Where did your mom work? At a bank? She worked for a company that made, like, Heating and air conditioning for, oh. like, buildings, like, units, like, yeah. the big units. But it was like, no kid should know this. I shouldn't be able to quote Holland Oates, <laughs> like, as a Holland kid. Holland Oates is a great band. But Holland Oates is a great band. Like, that's, like, the best music, right? But I should know this as a young black kid. And so that's the <laughs> thing. You have to assimilate. So I imagine your mom is just assimilating to get along, to get by, to keep her job, to raise her babies, to do whatever she had to do. She probably didn't like it at well, all. You, in some sense, yes, but she ended up, uh, I have a joke about this. I, I joke about this a lot, but um, uh, my dad hired her because he was divorced with four kids and he put an ad in the paper and uh, she was his, uh, you know, li she lived there. Oh, okay. Took care of the kids. My dad was in the Marine Corps. Oh, so he, gosh. And, and when he, he needed somebody to take care of his four kids that he had. And uh, so she would live there during the week. I don't know where she went on the weekend. But basically, they started hooking up. And she oh. probably said, this is mine. Like, I'm cleaning this house. I'm taking care of these little jerks. This is mine This now. is my man. Exactly. <laughs> this Move is my aside. skinny white guy. Yes, exactly. And, yeah, they, she, then she got pregnant with me. And then, uh, yeah, it worked out. It worked out. <laughs> They're still together. Are they? Yeah. How many years? Um, one less than I've been around. So I'm 43, so it'll be 42. Shut up. You are not. <laughs> you are not. You lie. Well, I'm not Mexican, Holly. So. Well, yeah, you got that um, going for but you. But no, he puts lotion on her feet every night. <laughs> Are you serious? They're he better so worship. He better worship her. He's not doing it. She makes him tortillas. I think as they gotten older, he really admired. He like realizes what. What she, she had to go through. So he could go do his thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Women often do sacrifice a lot. Um, in, in order to support their partner's dreams and careers and those well, look, things, like she was hired to do that. Yeah, but you know? still, and then and then yeah, she she never asked. She's very my mom's very like simple. She's not yeah. fancy, and yeah, but she always like we bought her these diamond earrings once <laughs> after she beat breast cancer. And she had the oh. short hair. I know. Uh -huh. I don't. I don't mean to make this up. No, 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 no. But then That's she goes, awesome. Yeah, we bought. I would nice love earrings. to meet your mom. She sounds amazing. She's great. Yeah, she'd love you. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And then she gave turned around and gave them to me a year or two later. She goes, Mary, I, you you out there, you you know, she's like, you in front of people, I want them to see my baby looking nice. Oh. And, and she gives me the earrings, and I said, thank you. She <laughs> gives them back. Because she's like, I don't go anywhere, and you going to win. She give me anything. Oh, see, now I want to go. <laughs> anyway, thank you for indulging me. Um, hold on, let me sit up because the photographer is watching okay. us. Hold on, we got to get Tell me a little bit about your comedy and tell me about um, Kentucky. Okay. Kentucky is a very cute state. Um, do not eat the chicken. No one eats the chicken. Oh, why? Uh, no one eats that chicken. No, it's not. No. That's a stolen recipe and it's not any good. Um, so oh, you can KFC. skip okay. KFC. No one, no self-respecting Kentuckian eats KFC. So it's only for like tourists and people like, oh, fast food chicken. But you can get that anywhere. <laughs> yeah, and that's the problem. <laughs> and it tastes like it. Uh, no, I'm sorry, KFC. Uh, please sponsor me. I want to try um, their sandwich, though. I mean, it's okay. I'm vegan, so I don't have to worry about that anymore. That's right. We couldn't have wings today. That's okay. No, that's quite all right. We could do cauliflower wings at some point. But, you know, uh, Kentucky is a really cute state. You know, it's home to the Kentucky Derby. It's home to Muhammad Ali. Yes. Um, you know, he retired here. And he did. Yeah. He did. You used to always see him at, um, like, baseball games or, like, a like a throwing out a pitch. Oh, he, really? He did a lot of ceremonial things before he ah, passed. Ah, well, you must come and here. see his childhood home and his museum. I love that. It is amazing. Um, and then also I tell everyone to watch on KET or PBS whatever the station is that you have. The Ken Burns, you know, Ken Burns is like the GOAT documentarian, but there's a documentary with Ali in it, and it just shows, like, his life, and it, and it highlights a lot of Louisville, because I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. So, uh, but, you know, home of Ali, home of the Kentucky Derby, home of Kentucky bourbon. It's like the best bourbon, the best drink in the world That's is Kentucky bourbon. That's what you eat or drink in Kentucky is yeah, the bourbon. Yeah, is the bourbon. Yeah, yeah I've already started um, tonight. So, um, but, yeah, so it's a great city. It's a great place to raise a family or retire. Uh, not a great place to be single. It sucks. Um are you and single? I very much am. Uh, I haven't dated anyone since I started doing comedy. I don't know if I've ever dated anybody. That's my realization. The really? Pandemic. I don't know if I've ever had a real. No, what is a date? I don't think I've ever been on it. I think I've been on one date my on entire life. Dates. Maybe two, two dates, two dates my entire life. I've been on some date, nice dates, and then. It what, just you, what do you? What constitutes? a date for you what's a date I think it's more of the intention of like okay. hey we're gonna go out let's say if you met them on like tinder or one of the apps and okay. and, and you, they have intentions of wanting to go on a date with okay. you um, you know they take you to dinner you meet up with them they, they dress like dress decent okay you know, or at least for the occasion okay or make some sort of plan okay I think a plan yeah you the know, plan um, the effort something yeah so yeah and they ask you you didn't ask them right right do that, you ask oh. for dates um no, because I, I'm right now I'm just kind of like tired of it all. You know, yeah. like I'm not and anytime I've had to lead it, it, it wasn't gonna work anyway. Yeah. Like it seems like with men at least they have to make the decision. Exactly. But I, I've had a couple good dates where we went to like a nice place and, and we dressed nice and I felt cute and that you know, maybe you're nervous at the end and then yeah. they kiss you at the end and you're like, Oh my gosh. Um, Start writing out your name with their last name and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but then even the person I'm thinking about, that went downhill very fast. Yeah, just okay. just trying to get you to the next step. Exactly. So I would love to date. Like, like 
like remember the shows we'd watch when we were younger? I don't know. Where it seems like these girls had dates all the time. Like I have a date with Roger. I have a date right. with. And I've never. I've had two dates my entire life. Um, and I think one I scared away because he <laughs> never called again, and then the other one. We end up dating for like two years. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, um, but still, you know, he had to make the first move. I'm old school, so men still have to make the first move because you never, ladies, you never take the chase away from a man. Never. This is what do I that. keep relearning and learning the hard way. Yeah, don't. I, what happens to me a lot? I have a lot of crushes now. Oh, well, like it's I'm fine to have crush. crush. Well, and then and then what happens is like I think sometimes I get first. They like me. They're they're like, who is this girl? Right. And then. And then I'm like, oh no, I gotta be good. I got don't do you know? Let them. You know why they like you? It's because you like you. You just said, who is this girl? It's the mystery. So if you t if you t demystify, then they're no longer interested. If they figure you out, then they're not interested. And then you know what? With what happens, also, it doesn't matter anyway. Because then it's like, okay, I have a crush. I like them. And then I then I decide not to go too far. Don't do anything. And then I end up really liking them, and then I end up chasing them, and then nothing happens. So I think then it's it's fine, because if they're not chasing you, it wasn't worth it anyway. Exactly. But I always feel like, why didn't I do You know, maybe I should have. Yeah. It's like, no, you shouldn't have. You're right. Wrong. Well, then it's okay to have a little fun, too. I mean, you know, if you knew, if you know going <sighs> in that it's not really going anywhere, and you just want to have a little no, fun, they're cute. No, I'm going to fall in love. And little obsessed. fantasies. I mean, you know, but some it can't all be that all the time. You know, sometimes it has to be fun. And I say this to myself as I'm saying it to you because I would always be like the serial monogamy yeah. type person that every guy was my boyfriend. Like, every, like if you show interest in me for too long, then I'm going to think that you want to take it to the next level. And that was the thing. They went along with it, and it just never developed into anything more than that. And that's okay. Uh, but I wasn't able to see that at the time. So now I know that, you know, first of all, don't chase men. Let them chase you. Don't take the chase away from a man what or he's going to no longer be. They don't? What if they don't? Then what do I do? I mean, then they're stupid. Wasn't meant to be. They're stupid. I mean, come I on, they're stupid. I think now that we're comedians, it's over. It's 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 even harder. Let me tell they're you. Scared of us. Listen, they let think me tell you. I travel so much, and I say this now. I've said this a couple times on stage that, you know, women comedians never have the line of guys waiting for them after the show no. uh, that men do. And yeah. I'm like, why are you Why are you women lined up for this dude? Don't you know that he gets paid in chicken wings and beer? Like, what can he really do? There's no dream. There's no Barbie dream house at the end of this. I don't know what you think this is. But unless you want to help set up his merch table or give him gas money or a place to stay, it's not going any further than the bed. So I take it you wouldn't date a comedian then? No, I do not <laughs> shit where I sleep. Uh, I do eat? not mess with the church's <laughs> money. That's what I call messing with the church's the money, church and I do not mess with the church's money. I mean, money. but sometimes it's like a lot of times in a normal workplace, you know, that's who you end up dating is the people around you. Yeah, I had one comic tell me that. He was like, oh, it just makes a perfect sense. You understand what I do. I understand what you do. And I said, I understand that this is not going anywhere. Ooh. So uh, you need to stop pressing me on the thing. I have this distorted fantasy of um, if, if, if there's a comedian I like, uh, then we would we would focus on ourselves, but we would support each other, and we'd see each other when we could. But we wouldn't, 
you know, it wouldn't. We, I, I wouldn't be dragging along to your shows or my shows. We would just support each other. And when we could see, this is an effed up fantasy because it's like not even a whole relationship. Well, my thing is, you know, if if you have, if there's a possibility that you could just make a simple phone call and try to ruin my career, then I'm gonna have a problem with you. What's that phone call? The phone call is just like, you know, um, she's very unprofessional. She doesn't do this. She doesn't do that or whatever. It's just sabotage, right? And it's not anything that, and I would hope that the, the guys that I hang out with would not do that, but you never know. Now I didn't think they could until you just said that. Now well, it's, it's just, it's always a chance. See, I'm, yes. a, I'm a businesswoman, so I always yeah. look at how this is going to affect my money. And so if you if there is a chance that you could affect my money in any way, then I am not interested. I love that you're talking about money. And it's something I've been thinking about more and more. Yeah. And I, I, I've come to have a couple of rules in my life when it comes to money. I'd love to hear maybe if you, some of your rules about money. Okay. But one of the things, there's two things I think about a lot is... If it's time to pay somebody, pay them. Like, like, cause you want your money now. Yes. So, like, one time, this wasn't even comedy related, but we had to, uh, we were going on a trip, and we needed to pay somebody back who right. fronted the transportation. Right. And, and and my friend was like, okay, when do you, something like that, but it was like, okay, I'll get it to you. It's like, give it to him now. Now, right? He fronted that money a month yeah. ago for us. Like, yeah. You're gonna forget first exactly. of all. Exactly. You're like, trying to forget. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you? So now, and if I'm in that situation, people are like, oh, how can I pay you? Oh, on Venmo, right? You know, like, oh, I'll take it right now. Thank right, you. Right. Because you might not ever get it. So, like, get your money. Yeah. And then what was the other thing? I well, don't know. You know, they say don't, don't, don't um, lend money that you need back right away. Oh, yeah. That's what they say. Don't, don't, don't lend any or loan any money that you need back because it's nine times out of ten you're not going to get it back or, or on time when you need it, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, so pay, pay those people back. Pay them back and pay them back right away. The one thing it would be weird is if that person had to come to you and ask you right. for the money. That makes it like, weird. Like, yeah, they you they already were uncomfortable when you asked or right. when they front you know. So just make it easy and don't yeah. be afraid of it. Exactly. Um, and also, it's kind of along the same lines. And I teach sales in my day job right now. Uh, but, sales. but it's like ask for the order. Like if if somebody's saying if if I say oh my gosh you should meet my friend Hillary. Yeah. Hey. It, all right, let's go introduce me. Like, right, exactly. Get it now. Get it right because now. Don't talk about Hillary. Yes. Introduce her to Hillary. Which one would you like? Would you like the 1 o'clock appointment or the yes. 2 o'clock appointment? I've been in sales for so long, honey. Yeah. I know and all then, of these and things. And then those skills are very applicable to comedy, I think. Hey, we should get you in my club. Okay, great. I'm available in January and February exactly. when you have open. Exactly. That way it's not just lip service. Yeah, it is. And you have to, you have to watch that. And I think... How I read people comes from my sales background. Yeah, you know because what if if people recognize this? Tell me, okay, tell me if you recognize this. In sales, they tell you to play with emotion. You play with the human emotion. That's how you get a sale, right? So if if um, if you tell somebody or somebody asks you, well, you know. Uh, that glass right there, 
tell me what is wrong with that glass. And you say, well, the glass is round and I want the glass to be square. And, the squ and it, because it's not square, it's a pain point for me. You know what? It really is a pain point for you. We could show you this glass that is actually square that we... So you're basically telling them how to sell you. Yeah. And so what they do is they play on your emotion or your fear. And if you notice, there is someone who was in charge had a big position that was really big on playing with fears and emotions because that person was a, the, the greatest salesperson, right? And so that's what they say do. If you want to sell somebody, you find out what their fear is and you play to and it. And so that is true. And, and you know. Not that I you would do that because no, you seem like a very genuine person. No, and, and also like if it's a reputable company or person and, and who you're referring to is not like that's how what assholes do is play on fear exactly Let's play on like love or yes, care exactly. for the future exactly you know what I mean like let me sell you because you love your family exactly you want to plan you know and that's and that's what a-holes do is like right what keeps you up at night right or, you paint oh, that no. picture whatever yeah. the picture is whether yeah. it's good or bad how about we have an America that your family can just be happy and thrive in like exactly. that's a better motivator than exactly like, are you do you have like if you listen to to the news like the commercials all the insurance commercials are like funerals cost this much are you ready it's like you know what how about make it easy on your family why would you do this to your loved ones and well, you can flip it well. so easily and that's the difference between people wanting to be around you or people, well i guess it didn't anyway you're this is deep you're good you know you but that's what i do this i go deep like bedtime reminder it's, uh, like it's time for you to go to bed time for me to start winding down oh my gosh okay it's fine. No, it's that, fine. Is, that is that a, is that so is adorable funny. that is adorable I'm, I'm out too late but um <laughs> but i think that's too like with comedy it's like y y you don't you can sell yourself and be like hey i'm nice to work with i'm funny enough i do my job right i'd love to how can i help exactly be of service to people Boom. that's the thing yeah. it's be of service you'll get more with 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 honey than with vinegar. Yeah. So just I always try to be um, me personally. I always try to be of service, try to be a connector. I try to provide value to what it is that I do or any connection that I'm trying to make. I always try to give before I ask yeah. uh, because people want to know that you just don't want them for one specific thing. But that you can also provide them. Hey, you know, yes. I know I'm, I'm, I remember you mentioning that you like wine, and and here's this bottle of wine that I tried that was really good, and and, and you know, you just give with yes. with with no ulterior motive, yep. just give and leave it alone, and it's just enough to leave an impression upon people that might do the the trick for something that you need later on yeah. down the line. You're like, hey, they were nice. I mean, honestly, I, now I feel a little. Well, like even this podcast, it, right. it is. A, it's, I'm tricking you, not you. Right. But like, hey, have. Some, that's what I was telling Chaz. I was like, have some wings. Like, right. talk about you. And then, fortunately for me, that's led to Chaz remembering me later. If I'm like, hey, I'm gonna be in town, you know, or you want to have lunch. Like exactly. You just, that's, I mean, that's how you make friends. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I I totally love that, and I respect that, and I've seen a lot of people go the other way, and I'm like. You're trying so hard, and it's like you're so annoying. Yeah, and you see right through it. You, you know, see right through it. I'm, I'm really, like I said, I'm really big on energy, and I believe that 
And I don't do that like I'm trying to set up points or anything like that. It's really about putting out good juju yeah. because I want good juju back, right? I, I'm a big believer in you reap what you sow. Yeah. And so I don't want that negative coming back on me. So I always try to, at my output, I try to be positive. Now I have my own insecurities as a person. Um, and sometimes we can self-talk. And self-sabotage ourselves, like, oh my gosh, with my stomach, and then, you know. Uh, but we have to, we have to be conscious of how we speak things into existence, into our lives, yeah. and not only with ourselves, but also to other people, because you yeah. never know where they are. But it's it really, it's about good juju, and because you want that back. I, I, I always try to keep it positive because. Whatever I put out is it, it's Newton's law. It's going to come back. Yeah. So why not put out good? I don't have time to be ducking and dodging. Life yeah. is negative enough. Yeah. Why now I gotta duck and dodge what I've sent out because I was being fake or whatever? I don't have time for that. Yeah. You know what I want? And it's I feel selfish, but it's true. I want when I'm not around. You want what? I want when I'm not around uh. for people to say nice things about me. Like, and I'll never know it, but it's like, or if you go, oh, I'm, I know Mary, and then they're going to, you know, I want people to just naturally be like, she's nice, she's right. great, or she's exactly. Nice. Or there's those people, if we go, oh, do you know so-and-so, they're like, oh. Yeah, she's great. Or it's yeah. an instant smile or something Thank like you, that. Yeah. Exactly. And that, and that's, you know, and and it's, it's a testament to who you are as a person because I, I, I don't give you any reason to speak negatively on me. If you speak negatively on me, that's because you're a hater. It's not anything that I've done because yeah. I promise you, I'm going to always give you good until you slap me. Have you ever right? had people just stop liking you? Yeah. I've, that, that would trips yeah. me out. I'm like, why do, yeah. why aren't we friends anymore? Like what? And, it, and you, you can't even come up me. with a reason. No. And it, because you know why? It has nothing to do with you. You're right. It's them. It's them. Yeah. And, th and those issues, which I call you problems, that's a you problem. That's not a me problem. That's a you problem. There I'm good. Is. Yeah, that's a and you I'm gonna, problem. And, and you're going to walk away from me and you're going to hate me and be mad at me. But guess what? I'm still going to output good. I think that brings everything back full circle where you're like, that's a you problem. You're unbothered, babe. I'm uh, uh, Listen, I am going to be unbothered because I don't want the wrinkles and I don't have time to be ducking and dodging bad juju. Yeah. And there's, it, life is short. We don't have a whole lot of time here. And so I want to get the most out of it as I can. So I try to focus on things that are going to push me towards my purpose and 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 also try to help people get reach their purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like whatever that thing is, if I can't bring it to you, then I'm gonna try to connect you to somebody who can. There you go. Because again, that's putting in good juju, yeah. right? So that's I, because I want that back. I'm not saying that because I don't mean it. I'm saying that because eventually it's gonna come back to me. So it's just thinking about that, thinking outside of yourself. Thinking about other people, you know, because we can get so consumed. It's kind of the answer to any problem. Exactly. Is what, what can I do? Yeah, what can I do to help? Yeah. Be of service. Yeah. That's why I said be of service yeah. because it's all going to come back. I think the pandemic really helped me kind of um, realize that a lot of people, also we think about people just having a hard time. It, it yeah. really made me stop, slow down, and how can I help? I'm doing that so much more now. I will slow my car down. I'm like, do you need help? Exactly. Or if I see a woman like crying in the hallway, I was at the hotel, and I was like, do you need help? <laughs> right. Uh, and they tell me to fuck off, but still, it's but like I didn't But you feel leave. fulfilled because 
And I know I didn't leave. There was, there was, I was leaving my mom, my parents' neighborhood, mm-hmm. and there's a lady on the corner. It's okay. dark. She's in a house coat. Oh, my God. And I, yeah, right? Oh, my God. And I pulled. I kind of slowed down. It, it was a stop sign. She was right there. She, and I go, ma'am, I go, do you need help? She's like, what? She was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, okay. She's like, well, thank And then she, I think she realized maybe oh. what she looked like. She goes, but thank you for asking. I was like, okay, bye. And I was embarrassed. But I would rather be embarrassed for That's asking so sweet, somebody if though. they need help. That's so sweet. Because you know what? Then that lady like could have been, been, been my mom. Yes. And she could have needed some help. And everyone else would have passed her. All the time. Exactly. Yeah. And you stopped and you was like, hey, I know this might sound silly, but do you need any help? And it was just yeah. because that sp- you were spirit led to do that. I, so I've too many times not done that. And then I leave going, I should have done. I should have bought that guy's right. breakfast. I should have done. And I'm, I'm done like going, I should have. It's like, if you think you should do it, do, do it. Because you're not going to, you might feel dumb. But you're but not, not going to get that chance back yeah. again. I mean, exactly. you may get it back later, but the thing is, is that you're always going to wonder yeah. what happened to that lady that you passed by because you didn't offer her yeah. any help or just check, just not even offer anything. You'd be like, hey, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Just check in with it people. It could be the difference, especially with the year people have had. You oh, know, my like, gosh. Yeah, it's scary. And this is, this is refreshing because to talk to somebody who is, you know, just as positive you know, and uh, outgoing, and, and I'm not outgoing, I'm shy as a person, but just, you know, who believes in those things, too. I think we need more people like that. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but next time you can get some vegan chicken wings over here, though. I am so sorry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding you. Um, Dahlia said the kitchen shit. made her a good, like, they put something together for her. No, I always special. give people shit about vegan food. I do it all the time. That's what There's we do as vegans. There's a vegan place by my house that I do go to. I've had cauliflower ones and the satay or whatever. Or, yeah, no. satay. Yeah, I mean, satay. it's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> it's not the what's same. Your, what do you eat? Like, what's your favorite vegan meal? Oh my gosh! Um, my favorite vegan meal is probably the barbecue pulled. I can't even say pork because like is it carnivores, that's the jackfruit. So it's the pulled jackfruit. But you know what bothers me the most is when um, carnivores are like, "Why do you call it burger and it's not a burger? Why do you call it pork and pulled pork and it's not pulled pork?" <laughs> I'm like, we say that for you so that you can recognize it. <laughs> We know what it is. You don't. We have to have something that's similar so you'll be able to recognize what it is because you're instantly turning your nose up at whatever it is. It's like this is vegan pulled pork. Why do you call it pork and it's not pork? Because if I said jackfruit, then you're going to ask what is jackfruit. And then I'm going to have to explain to you, it's fucking pulled pork. I tried to tell you you the first time and you didn't get it, (laughs) you know. So it was like weird to have to break that down and then it go full circle. So, you know, we say those things, we call it that so that you can understand it. That's so funny. Not for us because we know what we're Do you feel amazing every day being a vegan? I can imagine like your body Um, is like As a vegan, I feel I feel better than you, yeah. but um, no, I'm you kidding. You are. No, I'm no, no, I'm not. You don't but, get a cramp and have to run to the bathroom, no, probably. No, no. But here's the thing: my first year, uh, I've been vegan now for I, I want to say four or five years. I lost count. I started on Martin Luther King Day, but my first year, I did not do 
any of the meat substitutes or anything yeah. like that, the soy substitutes or the things that are spelled with the apostrophe N yeah. and stuff like that. I didn't do that. It was just strictly vegetables, and I got very bored, but I, I made it last. Beans and lentils and stuff? Lentils yeah. and beans, like maybe meatloaf with, or sloppy joes with like lentils and oh. stuff like that, or meatloaf with lentils. Yeah. And, and it just got very boring very fast. Like I just got tired of it, and I was like, okay, well, the, and I lost immediately like 15 pounds. I felt great. I had all the energy in the world. And then it was like the next year, I was like, I'm going to try adding in the substitute. So like the apostrophe ends or the 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 fish or the, you know, the, I'm doing air quotes, the fish or the whatevers. And then I immediately gained the 15 pounds back. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's just been a, a downhill ever since because those substitutes are just so good. Like. I miss meat, and I didn't do, I didn't go vegan for ethical reasons. Let me just make that okay. clear. Uh, I don't care about animals. Uh, I could care less. Uh, what I do care about is the fact that if I don't take care of my body now, then I'm going to be on someone's operating table later, right, because of the of how the I'm scary eating. scary truth. Right? Yes. And so it's just like it's either I pay for it now or I pay for it later, and I oh, choose shit. to pay for it now. And so... It's really just an adjustment, you know. It's if I tell people, don't look at vegan food as I gotcha. Like yeah. no one's trying to pull the wool over your eyes. What we're trying to say is, if your doctor told you tomorrow, Mary, you cannot have wings. If you eat another wing, you will die. Right? And so, but I'm gonna offer you something that tastes will will, will satiate you and pacify your taste buds it doesn't taste exactly the same but it'll give you like that you know nicotine patch feeling like you're yes. that sick that that nicorette like you're still holding the stick but it's not the stick and it tastes okay you can season it up but you could do it and you could live would you try that and of would course. you okay yeah. exactly that's what vegan food is yeah. and that's how i try to introduce it to Love people it. i never force it down your throat because I mean, honestly, the cheese tastes like plastic. Nobody's trying to pull the wool over right, your eyes. Right. But but there are different ways of making it. Um, there are restaurants who, when they run out of cheese, they will make your cheese out of a carrot and a potato. Shit, and yeah. that's how they make vegan cheese. And yeah. you would know the difference. So it's all in creative, you know, cooking yeah. and stuff like that. It's just cooking techniques, and it's not a big to-do. So calm down. People are like, ugh. <laughs> Powerful vegan. stuff. No, you make a really good point, and uh, it, it is inspiring. So, yeah. Holly, I gotta go. My oh back no. hurts from sitting it's in so long. No. I mean, we've we've talked longer than anybody today. That's because we deep, girl. Because we're deep we and deep. we're real. Yeah, it was really good to to yeah. meet you and really just scratch the surface yeah. for who you are. Um, where can people follow you? So you can follow me all over the interwebs. I am at. Um, my website is hollylinnae.com. So that's H-O-L-L-Y-L-Y-N-N-E-A.com. And that's my same name, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find me there. Um, and then, you know, uh, just say, hey, I heard you on Mary's podcast, and I'll follow you back. If you don't, then I'm not going to follow you back because that's just, like, weird. Um, 
But you have to say specifically that you heard me here oh, on the podcast. Yes, because people are weird. Yeah. They're just like everybody's a forex trader, and I don't want to talk about that stuff. Yeah, no, you know. Thank you. But yeah, but you know, follow me there. Um, you'll get dates where I'm going, where I'm traveling to. I'm gonna be. I'm on tour with Chelsea Handler. Oh so, my gosh! Yeah, so Drew, this, <laughs> we see. We didn't even scratch the surface. I know. I, I know. I love her. We'll have to do a and round two. She just. They just came out like she's going out with Joe Coy. Joe Coy, I know. I, when I saw that, I was just so happy. Hi, Chelsea. I'm going to tag her. Tell and her I I'm going I'm to cut this and put it on Instagram. And be I, like, hi, um, Chelsea. Tell her hi. Hi, Chelsea. I love you. <laughs> I, um, I, I went to the, this is even before I did comedy. I went to the like, studio audience for a show when it okay. was on E. Yeah. And Mindy Kaling was the guest. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I'll never forget Mindy. this. And it was so inspiring. In, it was neat to watch a show. Okay. Right? But also on the break, like when there was a break, seriously, she, ha- she signed my book, which was cool. I love a signed book. <laughs> she is signing books. Uh-huh. Somebody's doing her makeup uh-huh. right here. And then somebody's talking to her. Oh, yeah. And all three. Yeah. And like somebody's opening the book and she's yeah. signing it. Yeah. And I was just like, yes. Yes. Just this is a boss yeah. ass bitch right yeah. here. She's so Chelsea great. is boss. She's a great... She's a great person to work with. Um, I don't know if she likes to say work for, but I will say work for. She's a great person to work for. She's very um, motivating and inspirational. She's very pro-woman, very woman of color, pro-woman of color. Um, This... What you see is what you get with Chelsea, and she's very genuine, and um, she understands her privilege, and she puts her privilege in check, and she will check other people, and that's what I like and admire about her the most. And I like her and Joe together, Joe, Joe together because they're re- just so cute. I remember seeing a post with them, and I was like, "That looks kind of intimate." Like, yeah. I wonder. And then I just didn't think anything of it. Yeah, I and didn't then either. It was just like last week. I didn't it, know either. We found out all at the same time. Cool. I had no clue. Uh, the also, last time I was with her was in July. Uh, I was working with her at Zany's Nashville, and uh, you know, Ch- Chelsea brings the the stars out. So I get yes! off stage. I get off stage, and I come to the dressing room. And guess who's sitting in the dressing room? Who? Reese Witherspoon. Shut up! No. Oh, they were in that movie together. Yeah. The, two, uh, the spy movie. Yeah. So With she the... was super sweet. She bought this shirt. Oh, she Holly She's super Lene. nice. Yeah. She's super nice. So she brings them out. I met her, Kristen Cavallari. Uh, I didn't get to meet Reba like McIntyre. Yeah, it was Nat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it was cool. <sighs> she has very cool friends, and they're all good-looking people, and oh, she's I'm, great. I'm so like jealous in a good way. Like this, I'm like, oh, I love this. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. Good. So if you get an opportunity to see her, work with her, yeah, you know, whatever, hey, please if, do it. If they yeah, ever need a chubby half Mexican girl <laughs> with a good attitude, please drop my name. Thank you so much, Holly. Sure. This was truly a thank pleasure. I wish you continued success and thank happiness. You. you guys, thank you for joining us with Wings with Friends at Big Pine. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.